everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast, and apparently not the first choice of most people in a certain Facebook thread, but uh, brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupert. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I don't mean, I don't even visit Vanguardians, so. Mm-hmm. No, it was a good thing where someone's like, what's your go-to Vanguard thing? Drive check, drive check, drive check, drive check. One Nexus at night guy, drive check, drive check. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't care. I know, but but it was just funny where I was like, huh, guess we're not as uh, popular as we thought we were. Yeah, whatever. Oh, well. Love you guys anyway. Um, so today, because it's fishing season and that's Root Beer's favorite time of year, uh, we're, we're talking about these new Lyrical Monasterio reveals and specifically whether or not the reduced power for stronger skills is a good design choice. So, yeah. Um, at the time of recording this this morning, they had revealed the... I, I forgot the name. It was like Blackwing, Whitewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and where, depending on the number of grades in your bind zone, you get either a Blackwing ability or a Whitewing ability. So either Yu-Gi-Oh! or Stevie Nicks. And uh, mm-hmm. what do we think? I mean... Honestly, kind of looks like it sucks. Like, the rear guards might carry it, but just from the ride line, it kind of sucks. So they're, they're cramming these two, like, just back-to-back, although I guess they did that for every other nation. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. this nation has five ride lines. They gotta reveal them eventually. Five ride lines? Holy shit, dude. Yeah, there's the TD, and then yeah. there's... Well, we just... Hang on, let me go look at the page on the wiki. Yeah. Um, so while, while he's doing that, I'll, I'll read these out for you. So there's the starter, uh, the green one where if you put it on Vanguard, bind the top card. Um, and then if you have a white wing ability, when you would ride from your ride deck, you can soul blast instead of discarding. And then if it's black wing, all of your opponents, grade one or less rear guards can't attack it. Mm-hmm. Um, the grade two is when it's placed on Van. Choose a card from your bind zone, put it on the bottom of your deck, and if you put something, bind the top card. Uh, and then White Wing is once per turn counter blast one, it gets an extra crit. And uh, Black Wing is during the battle of this unit attack, your opponent can't use trigger units to guard. And then lastly, the grade three, uh, on Van at the beginning of your main phase, choose a card from your bind zone, put it into your hand. If you put a card, bind the top card. Uh, and then White Wing is during your turn gets plus 5k to crit, and Black Wing is during your turn everybody on the opponent's side gets minus 5k. <sighs> so, I saw a thread on Vanguardians today. I, you oh, said you talk- don't go on Vanguardians. <laughs> well, I was, sorry, I was, let me let me restate. I was informed of a thread on Vanguardians. <laughs> there you go, okay. Where some buffoon uh, was like, well, if White Wings are odd and Black Wings are even, what's zero? what do we do about grade zero since it's neither even nor odd and i'm sitting here thinking to myself like god damn i hate everyone <laughs> so as a, as a math major this must much ha- uh, must happen a I lot mean, well, let me ask you something what is the definition of an even number i don't know i i just thought it was you're counting by twos and it starts with zero two four six eight so it's always going to be two four six eight etc right yeah mm-hmm. And all of those numbers are two times something. Okay. 
right? So yeah. an even number can be described as one that you can write as 2 times something. So 12 is even because it's 2 times 6. Yeah. Uh, 26 is even because it's 13 times 2. Yeah. Etc. So 0 is 2 times 0, hence make it even. It's really quite simple. But you can also do like 1 times 0 and get that too. That's not how odd numbers work. Odd numbers are of the formed 2 times a number plus 1. Oh. So 7 is 2 times 3 plus 1, and hence it's odd. And that's why 0 can't be odd. I didn't know that's how that worked. That's cool. But either way, 0 is most definitely even. They tell you this, like, I don't know, sometime in, sometime in elementary school at some point. They never explained why it was. They just said that it was. Yeah. You know? They just said, yeah. these are even, these are odd. Deal with it. But to, to be confused about 0 is mind-boggling. Oh. Yeah, Just because, sure. like, you were literally told at some point in your life. Mm -hmm. See, I don't remember this. I just assumed zero was going to be even because we already have one and three as odd numbers, and since there are no grade fours in standard right now, I would just assume they'd go with zero and two as even. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is a very backwards way of getting to it, but yeah, that, uh, <laughs> I don't like your That's logic, but you obtained the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much how I always do math, is the most backwards logic to arrive at an answer. Not always the correct one, but I arrive at an answer. See, that always bothered me growing up, where it's like, you have to do a proof or whatever, and then they're like, no, you didn't do it the right way. I'm like, yeah, but I got the right no. answer. What does it matter? Well, pr proofs are showing, are, are basically just like writing out the steps. Like, you write, you know, like, let's say you want to prove that, what's... What's something that's like kind of annoying to prove? Uh, the, what's know. the really basic proof here? Uh, is, is, he, all... is he living? So, they're, they're like a bunch of like trig identity proofs is usually where they start you. But like, I can't think of anything that's like easier to say on air. But like, you know, it's just about like basically writing down like every step of logic. Everything should logically follow from the previous step. Like, okay. it, you know, you, you could make a statement like if A then B, right? Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. like one logical step. So you're like, ah, I've gotten to A. Now I know that B is true by statement. And then like you just do that for every step until you get the thing until you get the answer. The thing about proofs is that you're given the answer up front. You have to reconstruct the process. So getting the answer doesn't matter because you're already given that. Yeah. I don't know. So can, like, can you tell math isn't my subject? Uh the most definitely. It's it's <laughs> the most common response to I, I teach math is, oh I hate math. It's very quite interesting. I think that might have been the first thing I said to you when we met. Oh, quite possibly. Met. Yeah. I don't keep track. <laughs> he um, gets it so often. Also, I was wrong. Lyrical Monasterio has six ride lines. Oh, my fault. fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah, because there's the one from the TD, which we already got, and then there's five in the set. Oh, my God. I'm going to vomit. Very cool. Matt, if it makes you feel any better, you know, the first thing I uh, hear from people when I tell them I'm a comedian tell me a joke so oh yeah that's the worst yeah sucks real bad so although one time i i uh, was asked that by a plumber and i was like hey can you fix my toilet right here right now he's like no i'm like then shut up <laughs> so <laughs> um but uh yeah i noticed that for that and also for a lot of uh these cards that we're seeing outside of the ride lines, of course, is that they are uh, lower base power. Yeah, some of them. 
Yeah. For I think some. most of... Now, I think everything we've seen outside of Pride Line so far, and that one promo, has been lower base power. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Like that grade one went discarded from your hand during your turn. Soul Blast, call it to a rear. That's 6k. 6k, yeah. Um, I... uh, there's the grade one that has... 10k shield if that gets plus 10k shield if you have three or more open rear guard circles at 7k power there's uh, 3k right yeah there's the 3k and then there's the grade 3 on play gets 10k and that's 10k base uh well you'll be pleased to know the triggers have normal power <laughs> yeah there's that <laughs> yeah so the, i think of course it's kind of bizarre <laughs> Because when they have lower base power, like, it makes the power gains from, like, the Vanguard skills and, like, other, like, orders and whatnot, like, a little less good. Because, like, when you have, like, 10 plus 8, <clears throat> and you give plus 10 to that column, 28 is a really good number. But when you have, like, <clears throat> 8 and 7, <clears throat> 25 is much less good. Yeah, well, because mm -hmm. it's, at the, mi at the minimum, 28 is two cards from hand. Mm -hmm. At the minimum. 25 can be a one-card guard. Right. And 28 can be a one-card guard now, but, like, it requires them to have that specific front. But, like, I still think, like, the power loss ends up, without lots and lots of, like, egregious power gain, it can be kind of bad. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is everything they've revealed so far does have a bunch of power gain. No, the great one seven k has shield, right? Yeah. But, like, as far as offensive rear guards go... There's a grade 2 8k on play, you counterblast one, it gets plus 10k, and then the grade That's 3... That's bad, right? Like, is is that worthwhile? Uh, I mean, that one's bad, but, like, the grade 3... There's also the grade 3 I just talked about, where 10k base, but it gains 10k on place. That's okay. Yeah. At least that's Sucks free. That it doesn't do anything. Yeah, that one's free, but it doesn't do anything afterward. Yeah, uh, but, yeah I don't know. I don't know yeah, if but like the like... Yeah, but, like, the mechanic of the deck is these are all TD cards so the mechanic of the deck is returning cards to your hand right I think they they want you to like return things to your hand and have an empty board right I know uh, Bermuda Triangle uh, has done different things with that in the past where sometimes it was uh, you would bounce stuff either to renew effects or it would you would get bonuses from like what an empty board uh I know sometimes there was a thing where it was, um, like, on attack, you would, like, call things from your hand, so you were encouraged to bounce stuff just to keep it. Um, but having all these on-place effects, this is probably the better deck to have this in. Um, yeah. There's a reason I mean, people ran Ghost Chase for a while. It was to redo, reuse shit like Mantis. Like, it's a thing. Yeah, like, I generally think returning to hand is a good mechanic, but I definitely think, like, this, the way these cards have been designed was intentional on Bushiro's part. I think they want you to be, like, constantly emptying your board mm -hmm. and calling things back and, like, taking it. Because when you factor in all of the on-play skills, like, everything you have does make decent numbers. True. Like, uh, the, the 3k grade 1 in front of that 10k is the, is the thir the magic 13. And the TE ride line is the one that needs the persona ride, right? Yep. Yeah. And the, the, it's the, the second ride line we've seen is the one that's like, cares about evener odds. 
Yeah. Yeah, the, the Blackwing White Wing thing. Yeah, I'm not going to call it Blackwing White Wing. I'm just going to call it even odd. Okay, fine. It, it's just easier to process, if that makes sense. Quicker. Yeah. Plus, it's uh, less uh, less syllables. It, it, yeah. It's the better... Uh... Well, you could say white, black, but that also doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. So, so like... <laughs> You'll be like, black and white people are like, Pokemon? You're like, no. That's, no, just no, those games sucked. I don't know, black two and white two are pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, but black, white, yeah, so I didn't play those because black one and white one were fucking awful. I saw no point. Oh, okay. I went back later. It's like literally someone... ruined competitive battling for me. <laughs> what, because it was the weather generation? Well, not only that, but they added team preview. So you couldn't oh, yeah. like, hide, hide monsters on a team anymore. Mm. Like it made shit like Doug Trio like, useless. I don't know. Nexus at Night, the Pokemon podcast? It's... I haven't done that gag in a while. <laughs> I was gonna do it when we started getting into math, but I didn't feel like it. Well, like, no, math is used on this show for stuff, though, sometimes. But Pokemon, not the, so much. Is the angel shit even good, question mark? No, it's not. Like, like half the skills are useless, and because you're binding randomly from the top, you will, you will probably never have the skill you want when you want it. Yeah, that's what bothers me a lot. Like, imagine if... You put your key in the ignition of your car, and it works half the time. Like all the like the ride line shit's awful because it only works on Vanguard Circle. Mm-hmm. And then like the Grade Three, I think you just want the even effect. Yeah. Probably question mark. Yeah. Well, that's, I think if your opponent's at three or less damage, you might want the power plus five thousand and the critical for that pressure early, but. Once they get around four damage and they're just gonna PG your Vanguard anyways, you pretty much just always want the minus five. I think like the consistent way to build the deck because you can build it in a way which almost guarantees evens, but you mm -hmm. cannot build it in a way that guarantees odds. Yeah. So, I like, would, I would hope they introduce a rear guard that just lets you swap what's in your bind zone. That, but there's certainly it, a possibility. It, it, it triggers like when you activate it, right? Like you can't like at the no, they're continuous. Continuous. I see. Oh, I see. If you put a card by the top of your card face up. And then, like, the black and white skills are separate. Only has skills. odd grades. Only has even grades. So if you have, if you, if it's mixed, then you get nothing. Yes. I hate but. this mechanic. Oh, either. I I misread that. I thought it was you counted the stuff. Like, I have a one, a three, and a two. Yeah, right. so basically they want you to keep cycling your binds on until you like make something happen. These are worse than I thought. Ew. No, this dude. ride line is awful. Ew. Holy shit. Holy shit. I misread that yeah. reading is hard, but like, oh my god. This just keeps getting worse and worse the more <laughs> the more I think about it. Yeah. Like somebody was talking apparently the, like somebody was talking about this and I was and it was just like I don't know. I think people want like shit like Bermuda to be much better than it actually is. And, like, I think the TD ride line just looks way better than this, and I don't think the TD ride line is, like, particularly insane. I think the TD ride line is, like, fine. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's it's a little slow. Requires Persona ride, which I don't like. I think that's the real killer on it, honestly. Yeah. You're, you're, talking to a you're talking to a Magnolia and a Hexor player. We know. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've already talked at length about Persona riding. I don't need to go into it more. Yeah, no, I was just kind of, you know, saying it here. Uh, yeah. 
But, like, I think it's much better than this Angel one. The more I read this Angel one, the, the less I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if this deck ends up being any good, it, it would be entirely because the rear guards carry it. But, like, man. The benefits you get from having the effects active are not great. Um, like, you can't guarantee which skill you get. Like, like you said, you can build, you can probably build your deck to get, to get the even one more consistently than the odd skill, but then, you know, if you wanted a particular skill, you couldn't, you can't really control it. Another thing is that, uh, so far as I can tell from the translation, it may be like the person did it wrong or something, but, uh, you're forced to pick a card from your bind zone every turn and thus bind the top card, which means you are at risk of turning your effect off every turn. It's not... Yep. Oh, I got to the thing. I'm just going to stop doing it. Nope. Every turn. You got to pick something, yeah. bind something. Yeah, at least that's plussing you cards because you're grabbing a new You're grabbing an extra card every turn. But yeah, it means like you're never going to guarantee the skill you want unless they have a rear guard that lets you swap cards in your bind zone. Mm -hmm. This is worse monster strike. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I. I barely even paid attention to the monster strike stuff so uh oh they also draw a card every turn basically right oh okay <laughs> so i don't know i i guess it's just the thing where i feel like that there's a kind of hesitancy to make uh bermuda triangle's successor too good because bermuda triangle has been good many times and when it's good it's always like crazy good so it was good, like, at the very end of G. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was good most, like, whenever it got new new sets in V, and that's basically it, right? Yeah. Prior uh, to the end of G era, Bermuda was pretty meme. Were the Legions good? What? God, no. No? No, the Legions were... I think when Prisms first came out, because they were the only break ride, I think, mm -hmm. they, they, were, they were pretty... Yeah, they topped Hawaii. Yeah, like, they talked because they were the only break ride that one time. Uh, I think when we got Sunshine Vert in G, so that was, like, the second G Bermuda set, I think, that, mm -hmm. like, Prisms were good for a brief, for a hot second, and then, yeah, at the very end. And they weren't insane with Prism, with Vert. Mm -hmm. They were just good. But yeah. at the very end of G, it was insane. Yes. And then, like... I think when Melody first came out, it was insane for until they banned it. And then it was oh. very bad. Yeah. And then uh, when Revere came out, until they eroded it, and then it was very bad. We only had like a like we had what less than a month of Revere in, in EN, so like yeah. it's hard to even say like if that was even like if that even really counted. Mm -hmm. And then I guess Prisms are good right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't I don't know the I don't know how well that translates into the V metagame. I'm not really paying attention. Me neither. Yeah. We're the best Vanguard podcast ever. Look, it's hard to keep track of V. <clears throat> I know it is. Yeah. I could have asked people, but you know. We uh we we do the research here at Nexus at night. We're we're <laughs> tops. I didn't know I'd be talking about this. So. <laughs> uh, that's fair. I mean, like, we knew what the topic was going to be a oh, few days mind. in Pris advance. Prism is, in fact, insane. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> great. It's, I, I just, I, I knew Prism was very good. I didn't know how good, and apparently it's just actually nuts. See, now I'm wondering if they're going to have, what, four more ride lines? If there's yes, six four total. more. 
Okay, you got four more. You have the TD. Is the is the Lyrical Monasterio set, that's its own set, right? Yep. Okay, so they're going to have to cram jam-packed I mean, stuff I'm into pretty, there. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're just not putting it into the into the Five Nation sets. I'm pretty sure oh. we're just going to keep having fish season. That's I, what it's looking like right now. I thought I thought they were doing it the once, and then and then it continues on. I thought that's the what they said, but like yeah. the way things are shaking out, it seems like we're just going to continue having fish season, which is the worst solution. And yeah, because you have to do five uh, roundups in a row. Good luck. <laughs> not yeah, but not that. But it's also just like we already know that like set three and set four are coming, so. Mm-hmm. You know, with this being the way it is with six ride lines, there's no way they're going to be able to cram that into a set with all of the other nations. Like, this nation alone already has enough different mechanics going on to rival, like, the other five. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's... Plus, they're introducing new ride lines in set three, so there's, like, no way they're going to be able to cram all of this into a single set. I... Which is infuriating because we already know it's going to be at least two sets before the next time Lyrical Monasterio gets any kind of support relative to the other nations. Mm-hmm. So if they're bad now, they're very doomed. Very yep. cool. Yeah, but then you have the same problem Fish Season always had, which is they, they have to make up for an entire year. So they're usually the thing that slides the power creep scale up with their new yeah. stuff. Maybe. There, example being, that's the first break ride, you know? Well, it wasn't the first break ride in Japan. It's just how they, like, shift, shifted stuff in English. Yeah. It just ended up being the first one for us. Gotcha. Because we managed to get it before the TDs. Before uh, the Gansalt Liberator TD. Yeah. And the Mordred TD. Mm-hmm. So, like, we should have had, like, Japan had those TDs first. So it was less good in Japan when it happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but... So it's like an English-exclusive thing that Bermuda was even good by Bright Christ. So it's kind of like the thing with uh, them combining sets uh, 16 and 17, or doing the 1, 2, 6, 3, 4 in, like, mm-hmm. early Vanguard days. I don't, know what, I don't know what their deal is with English, where they're just like... Or just going to well, shuffle stuff around. My personal favorite is 11 and 10. Yeah, what was the deal with that? They didn't want Draconic Descendant out that early. Oh. Okay, I guess, but... Because it was kind of like a huge problem in Japan, so they wanted to push it off, even though, like, everyone had learned the strat of no guard. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Uh... <laughs> so... I'm wondering if the rest of these ride lines where if the uh, even odd ride line has normal power and the TD ride line has these wonky numbers but for slightly stronger effects. The TD, the TD ride line had normal numbers. It's just the rear guards. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. So for so the rest of the deck could just they could share the same stuff in theory. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's better. I mean, I mean. Like, all we've seen so far are TD cards, so it's hard to say that this will be a trend. Like, the one that makes the most sense is uh, the 3k grade one, because that just lets you get something off the top of your deck really easily in a deck that can recycle on plays. So it makes sense that they would make it much weaker in terms of offensive power. Yeah. 
But like, we already got a promo card that's a normal 10k. Like the ride lines all have the standard power numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 10, the card that gets 10k shield being a 7k is consistent with how they've done stuff like that. Like, uh, Dragon Empire also has a bunch of grade ones that have weird power numbers for no reason. Mm-hmm. I, I, what's that card uh, for Brandgate that gets extra shield? Uh, that works in Orphist. What is it again? Useful Recharger. Oh, that's an 8k. Never mind. For some reason, I thought he was a 7k. Um, or it's like Counterblast 1 if your Dark Knight gets 5k shield, if mm-hmm. your Abyssal gets 10. Um, mm-hmm. But that has, but that that has, has like other Korok. Although this one does have, eh, I don't know. But yeah, it feels like because a lot of these cards that have weird. I think for the power gaining cards, it's obviously because they're trying to encourage you to keep using the bounce mechanic, so they want... I feel like they've designed it in a way so that it still makes good column numbers, but because the base power is bad, it's encouraging you to keep using the bounce mechanic. Yeah. So I I honestly think a lot of this is just them designing around the mechanic, not necessarily like a trend with cards having more powerful skills having lower numbers so shot shot myself in the foot then for yeah yeah well done like because like when i was doing the roundup and i thought about it i'm like you know like it just seems like they're designing around the mechanic mostly there are some outliers like the uh, the grave one that when it's discarded from hand, you can soul blast one to call it to an open rear guard circle. That's speak. That's six k. And then, like I feel like other skills with that similar type of effect would normally be seven k, but mm-hmm. that's not a huge difference, honestly. But what's fun is that like, uh, where, where's that? In, in the uh, in the TD ride line, fuck the fuck these monster strike cards so hard, they're in the way. Uh. The rear guard still for that is during the battle it's boosted it gets five k, um, and then ironically the eight the the grade one it's when placed on rear it gets two k. So, mm-hmm. for something like that six k it would work perfectly with the the grade two if it worked like that if it got its two k. Um, that is weird, isn't it? The like those old cards you you remember the old six k's or it's like on place. It gets to give something 2k. God, I remember those. Those it, were awesome. Yeah, those or like j- the draw trigger put in soul give something 3k. Oh, ha- those were great. Those were good. Unironically. Yeah. Especially the one in great nature. Mm-hmm. Wait, why? Uh, Because I played like eight stand triggers with it. <laughs> so back then you would play like lamb camel or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could just, it, it was relevant. The uh, the three K was relevant. That's all I'll say. Because it would be twelve K and then you dope it at sixteen. Well, no, no, it would be no. You would dope it three times because with reverse, right? So it'd be yeah. twenty one. Yeah. And then twenty four could like hit over a crossride shit. Yeah, you're right. Or yeah, because it would be nice for you like rest tank mouse, give something four K, mm-hmm. lock tank mouse, give some two things four K. Yeah, it was the best. Yeah, good stuff. Uh... <laughs> The, 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 like, weird obsession with uh, set 13 Leopold. Wow. So good. Um, so, I, I, I guess uh, 
what what I had in mind for the episode was like quickly solved by the reveals this morning for the most part. Because I thought this was just going to be the, the, the nation. I thought it was going to be, all right, we have some weaker base power, but the effects are going to be crazier. And that could still be true, but definitely not for this uh, even on dry line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, this even on Ryan line was much worse than what I thought it would be. When I, actually, I... I thought it looked okay for a second, and I, but I hadn't really read what the effect, how to get the different effects. Mm -hmm. But after I like read it, I'm like, kind of hate this because you pretty much, like I said, can build so that you're constantly uh, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're constantly even, but like that's the only thing that, that you can't build for odd. So you have to like, I like if you you just like the odd effects just never gonna happen. Like re, like re, like as reasonably. Yeah, but also it's, like the odd effect half. No, because that's the thing is you want different effects. I think the grade one, the even effect is pretty much useless. I can't think of a lot of situations where you're gonna end up being grade one rushed like. A lot of grade ones are just utility cards. I wouldn't play them early to attack with a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. So I would much rather just Soul Blast one to ride up instead of discarding a card. And that I think the grade two is the only one where you could maybe have an argument about it. Where like critical plus one early at grade two is pretty decent for early pressure or you know, your opponent can't call trigger units when this unit attacks basically guarantees a hit. So, like, if you were planning on calling things early, you could guarantee some damage in or force your opponent to call, like, a lot of cards. But there's no, like... Th that's all in the early game where either you need rear guards that put a lot of pressure on early so that having you do a damage that early matters. Mm-hmm. Or... It, it 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 just you're like you can't use triggers to guard. You're like I didn't plan to, so yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, I think for most yeah for most of these, I think like one of the skills is just clearly preferable to the other, and so it's already like not great just because of that. But then also the fact that it's so hard to control like what you're going to get just makes that so much worse mm -hmm. and then like the on top of is... sorry go ahead. yeah and then like on top of that it's just like the effects themselves just aren't that impactful to begin with cause like minus 5 to all units is kind of okay it's like plus f it's essentially saying plus 5 to your front row it makes rear guards a little bit easier to harass but then, like, 5k in a crit is not a lot. You're still going to have to do more work to make that number at all impactful. And your opponent can always just PG it. I guess you have Persona Ride to try and make that more of a thing, but... Yeah, but, like, cares? at that point, your opponent should already be at, like, 4 damage at least. at that, And you probably just want the minus 5k to have your pressure spread across your board so that a single card can't just stop your turn. So as it stands now, you have zero control over which one you get. So without like repeatable, basically, and I'm I'm gonna say just like a repeatable grade one for some reason that allows you to swap the card out of your bind zone. Because mm -hmm. I think you end up with one card in your bind zone still that you just like swap in and out. Yes. Yeah. Uh, at least from a cursory read. Um, without like without a way to like swap that out with something in your hand or something like that, 
it's going to be to like always choose the effect that you want. Like basically, in, in in like putting it on a grade two rear guard or a grade grade one would be the most awkward. Uh, putting it on like a grade one rear guard that like is on play or something would be like less good. But like, I don't know. It definitely would need something to manipulate that. Just kind of like might feel bad to play. It kind of sucks that the ability is at the beginning of your main phase where you choose then you bind. I feel like it should be the other way around. Because it would suck if you're like, I'm going to turn this into all evens. And then you bind a grade one after doing that, you're like, cool. Great. You are drawing two cards a turn, so that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Sure, but is that But like, the effect feels whatever. Yeah, I mean, how much does the guard matter, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a there's a YouTuber called Matthew Matosis who he does video games, and he did a uh, review of Skyward Sword back during the original, not during this uh, remake that's coming out. Or, yeah, re-release. And um, when he was talking about the motion controls for Link, where it's the sword follows you in like a one-to-one -one fashion, and sometimes the game doesn't register a hit, even though it looks like you should have. Uh, he said before Link's sword swings were monitored to a button press and if you hit that button 100% of the time it would work but in a game like this that's not always the case so having a button work some of the time isn't a good thing No. and to that I point you to this effect where on other cards that effect's on all the time it's not like you, you gotta flip a coin and see if it works. It's not Barrel Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh. Atlas, do you know the Yu-Gi-Oh card Snipe Hunter? Yes. So for those who don't know, Snipe Hunter is like a fifteen hundred, like a fifteen hundred attack dark, like level four monster. Yeah. That has an activated ability or an ignition effect that you can discard a card to uh, target something and roll a dice. If you roll a, if you roll a one or a six, nothing happens. If you roll a two through five, you destroy the target. Yeah. This card is just like a minus three. <laughs> sometimes you discard two cards of this shit and kill nothing. Mm hmm. And sometimes, you know, you discard two cards and kill two things. It is the most infuriating shit, right? For the... both, for everyone involved. Yeah. Like, the, the only time it was ever, like, quote unquote, worth it was in the heyday of Stardust Dragon because it couldn't prevent a possible destruction. No, no, it was played much before that. It was restricted at one point. Oh, I didn't know that. That's before yeah, my time. It was yeah. Play, it was, yeah, it was played in, like, ye olden days mm -hmm. of Yu-Gi-Oh. The card okay. is just so fucking lame. Yeah. Like, it's nobody has fun with that card. Yeah. I don't think people are going to have fun with with their vendor being like, yeah, sometimes it's just not working today. Meh. Yeah. yeah. But, so. like assuming that there's ways to set it up like as of now you can build around it so it always does like almost always does the same thing minus binding itself mm -hmm. but like yeah I don't know but that's probably not actually what you want so mm -hmm. it's definitely going to require some rear guards to really fix up a lot of the uh like usually when you have like a modal effect you make each effect weaker because you have a choice mm -hmm. so that's what ne that's basically how it needs to be in order for it to be kind of a worthwhile effect mm-hmm if it worked the way that we thought it did at the beginning of this recording, which that's kind of weird to like see the like the, the our opinions change in real time, 
Oh yeah, no, I was, that was the first time I drove the cards. That was my live reaction. Yeah. Oh no, I, I had just seen two different translations of it, where one of them is uh, number of grades would just be one or the other, and the other translation was if it's all the same grade, you get. Yeah. So, two different, very different things. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, assuming it's like the latter, I just whatever snipe hunter. That <laughs> that's our answer to that. I, I hate Snipe Hunter. Uh, yeah. pro, pro sides. Like, but I hate being on either side of that card. Yeah. It's just so lame. So, yeah. Ho- hopefully the rest of these ride lines mean something. Uh, all we can say is mm. that that field spell is dope. <laughs> yeah. The whale? Yeah, the whale. The whale oh, is quite nice. You said nice. field spell. I was really confused. That's what Rupert <laughs> called it in the video, so. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. What were you gonna say though? I, I cut you off for a beer. Uh, I mean, the other ones have more promising. Like, see, when we, they first gave us the like blurb about this card, where it depends on the grade in your bind zone, I assumed we were gonna get something like Mystery Flare in V. Ah, okay. <laughs> and that is definitively not what we got. Yeah, but. Like, the other one... Okay, well, I still have no idea what the hell is going on with the one that's about battling with two kinds of precious stone cards, so... Uh, yeah, but there's one where the theme is, like, singing songs and triggering various skills that sounds like having different kinds of set... Basically what they did in Bang Dream, where you had song orders you could play. Hey, like, I assume that's what that's going to be. That seems pretty straightforward. There's one that's just about gathering five friends together so just having a board yeah so like those seem more promising because they're very straightforward and make sense Mm -hmm. and then there's the one about having ghosts and who the hell knows what that's going to be about maybe it's it's probably going to be something drop zone related that i'm calling it now um and then watch the watch the song one be like uh what's that card where it where in yugia where the guy has to give you a handshake uh, Yujo Friendship. That's what I'm thinking of. Watch it be yeah, something like that where you have to hit the notes. Is, yeah, but the modern ruling is they just have to accept the idea of a handshake. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they don't have to actually touch you. Yeah, because I don't want to touch your crusty Cheeto dust covered hands. I also do not want to touch Yu Gi Oh players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's okay. They're finally making an actual online client that's not yeah, Dual Links. Man, I'm gl- I can't wait till Vanguard's on guy our online client. Are you ready, guys? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll be like getting in- cybernetic implants by the time that happens. Hell yeah. 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 So, I guess to that I I say to you the listener, uh what do you think? Are do, do you like the the even odd? Do you like the 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 TD ride line? What do you think's going to happen? Uh you can uh, you can shout us out at Nexus at Night, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, or if you want to help help the show out, patreon.com slash Nexus at Night. Bonus content every week. You get a whole last bonus show every Monday, uh, plus a bunch of other stuff. Where can they find you guys on the in- interwebs? You can find Matt on Twitter at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Matt, did you see my uh, my terrible, terrible Ralph Wig- Wiggum meme today? 
I think so, question mark? Let, was, me, let me look it up again. There was the thing about Magnolia. Oh, yeah, no, I saw that. <laughs> Making you proud. You can find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, or check out my other podcast, Generation Dan. Uh, Gen X, Millennial, and Gen Z talking about various topics. I'll, I'm sure I'll have these two guys on it at some point. And uh, till next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rubeer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>